no poem to start us off this week, uh, largely due to the total lack of activity in our domestic game. Uh, but welcome to episode 17 of FPL Face Off. Uh, my name is Fitz and I am joined as always by fellow comedian Tom Glover. Tom, good evening. How are you? Oh, not too bad, mate. Is the international break over yet? Uh, it very nearly is. It very nearly is. There's a there's a Wales are playing tomorrow as we record. Um, that that does that count for FPL assets? Not really. Um, but uh, but yeah. It's well, you speak for yourself. Over. I I want to see if Ben Davies is going to be the flying left wing back in the new Tottenham setup for these next four fixtures. Uh, well, quite right. Yeah, quite right too. So um, as we record, England have um, just scraped into World Cup qualification. Uh, by virtue of a, a, a narrow 10-0 defeat of San Marino. Um, I didn't watch it. 10-0 win. 10-0, uh, sorry, yeah, 10-0 defeat. Off. <laughs> yeah, 10-0 win over, very nicely uh, saved there. Um, <laughs> here we are, wanting credibility in our first season as um, content creators in the fantasy football world. And I believe that England lost to San Marino 10-0. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's, uh, as we record, Monday night, that has just happened. Four for Harry Kane. Um, we will we will no doubt discuss that. Uh can I can I share, can I spoil you? Uh, sorry, can I shock you with a fact, Tom, that you may or may not know? I prefer you to spoil me, but you you can shock me if you like. <laughs> I'll spoil you with a fact. <laughs> can you name England's highest scoring centre back ever? English, I, I, I'm well. You're smiling, and you're a Manchester United fan. I'm going to go for Harry Maguire. Unbelievably, that is correct. Harry Maguire has now scored more goals for England than any other centre-back in history. Harry Maguire, who I love him, but he has not been great this year. Um, could this international break be the turning point for so many of our uh, FPL assets? What, what do we think? Well, Harry Maguire is always great for England. He's amazing for England. He's always scoring goals. He's a solid rock at the back. Luke Shaw is a flying wing-back who gets the cross on Harry Kane's head every time. Yeah. It, they just can't do it for Manchester United. It's um, it's not an Harry Maguire problem. It is an Ole Gunnar Solskjaer problem, I'm afraid, Fitz. Yes, yes, that may, <laughs> that may, that may well be true. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that, I'm sure. I mean, Harry, Mc, uh, Harry McCain, uh, Harry McCain, uh, um, <laughs> Harry Kane's Scottish relative. Um, so Harry Kane's got seven in two games, which is bonkers. Yes, it's against um, very kind of lowly opposition. But does that, and, well, I'm going to ask a silly question here because you're, you're pretty keen on getting Harry Kane in if he's not in already. Am I right? Well, I mean... I'm fully aware of the argument that he's only played Albania and San Marino. I get it that that the competition is negligible. There's, they may, he's, he is literally playing against school teachers and postmen, but <laughs> yeah. but he is an animal. He doesn't care. Harry Kane doesn't care when he yeah. scores goals. He just loves getting goals. He loves chalking up another goal on his tally, breaking yes. another record. And 48 for England now. That is in, that is very impressive. Yes, so he's equaled Lineker's record. He's going to be yeah. the top goal scorer by the end of next year's World Cup. And yeah, I don't think he cares. For him, that's just going to be confidence building. He hasn't. He's not taken into account the competition. He's just going to see that he scored seven goals in the international break. He's going back to Tottenham with Antonio Conte yeah. uh, leading, leading the team. They're at home against yeah. Leeds. Leeds haven't been... Um, putting up any trees, their defence is. I mean, they've done. They had some good results in recent weeks, but they've not really played um, any great shakes up front. Any any great attacking strikers. 
Um, I, I yeah, I'm I'm having him in my team, and I'm fully prepared for him to score a couple of goals at the weekend. Nice. Well, as 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 I was smiling talking about Harry Maguire, you were talking uh, and smiling about Harry Kane, which is is very good. Um, anyway, here we are. So uh, it is episode seventeen. Uh, obviously, we are in the midst of international break, and as as we've discussed, I think we're kind of nearly there. Looking forward to game week twelve of FPL. We will, of course, uh, have a little chat uh, about the sky as well. We've got a more than mo to uh, review and look over, and we've got a uh, a poem from Mr. Sean Dyche. I'm looking forward to uh, to the episode, and uh, thank you for for joining us once again, dear listener. So, where would you like to begin, Mr. Glover? Over to you. Okay. Well. There's no Grealish diary because Jack's been away, obviously, battling against the likes of Albania and San Marino. So yeah. he's not been available to write his diaries. Um, Sean Dyche has had nothing to do. So he's been at home <laughs> penning another classic to add to the anthology of Sean Dyche poetry. Um, but obviously, we discussed our game weeks last week. Um, just to update the listener, um, I'm currently ranked in the top 1K, um, 600, 645th in the world. Something like that. I I thought it was 649, but yeah, whatever you like. 649, something like that. Um, So yes, had a very good game week last week, had a bench boost, ended on 92 points. So I'm I'm aiming to attack this game week by bringing in um, Harry Kane. I've already got a human son, although there's a spanner thrown in the works tonight because I've just seen Andrew Robertson has gone off with a suspected hamstring injury. So there is the option now to bring in Simicast for 3.9 million. Oh, that's interesting. That is interesting. I was not aware that he had gone off. Um, I saw a tweet earlier about Nico Williams, who apparently is nailed on when uh, either now that Sadio Mane is injured or um, uh, certainly over the kind of Cup of Nations. But um, but yeah, that's interesting. Andy Robertson, as ever, Tom, you're you're hot on the heels with um, fantastic information for our listeners. I love it. I just I just like to keep a keen eye on Twitter, especially in the international break. I mean, it's not confirmed yet, but uh, it was. I think it was one of the. It was a good source. It was one of the main um, Liverpool Twitter pages that I, I go to for information. I think Anfield Watch. I think. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I, I obvious, for obvious reasons, I will never visit that Twitter profile. But um, I'm glad no that one of us does. I have no allegiances when it comes to injury updates, Fitz. Um, <laughs> but if Robertson has come off the pitch, it's Simicast who's going to be taking his place. And Simicast, to be honest, has looked better than Andrew Robertson this season. If he mm. gets this extended run in the team, he could he could stay there at 3.9 million. He's a bit hard to resist, to be honest. Um, yeah. So, I, so I, on that, let's let's have a little chat about that because um, let, let's talk me through your defence because who would that mean getting rid of? Obviously, you'd be able to free up some funds by going to um, to the Sweet Prince, uh, the original Sweet Prince. That's um, right, the, the Fresh Lord, Prince of Lord FBL. Simicast. Lord Simicast, yes. Um, so, who's in your defence as it stands? Well, that's the trouble. Obviously, I've been I've been doing well, which means that my team is pretty much in good shape <laughs> like yeah, yeah. so but my defense is is the defense everyone wants it's trent chilwell james cancello and livramento yeah, yeah so if i was gonna take if i was gonna bring mm. Simicas in i think at this point i'd probably take out chilwell okay That's i just who think, I thought of to be fair yeah i just think james is looking the more attacking of the two wing backs i i don't want to get rid of trent or cancello and i've got i got livramento in at such a uh, four million that i'd 
be reluctant to get rid of him and lose the value I've got in him. Mm. Um, but but to be honest, I've had a quick look, and even if I do take Chilwell out for for Simicass, if I want to get Kane in, it doesn't help me too much. It means I'm going to have to get a minus four anyway because I I couldn't do it in two moves. Um, currently, my thought is to take Havertz out for a four point five or four point four midfielder, probably Norman at Norwich, and um, take Tony out for Kane. But so how many not... how many transfers have you got for uh, as we move into game week twelve? So I've got two free transfers. So Havertz okay. for Norman and Tony for Kane is free for me, and that nice. would end end me up with Edward and Kane up top. Uh, no son Salah in midfield. I've got Rafinha in midfield. He'd be on the bench this game week. And then I'd probably go five at the back this week. Trent, Chilwell, James, Cancelo, Livramento. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, that's definitely... Um, get out of it, dog. Um, um, it's not set, not set in stone. It's not set in stone. I, I would like to get, I'd like to get Jota in. Um, like I say, if, if Robertson is injured long-term, I'd like to get Simicas in. And I'd like to have Phil Foden in. But it, it's getting to a point now where there's just not enough budget for these these good players we all want yes yeah that's that's the dilemma isn't it you can't you can't get everyone in and um yeah it's you you know you can't have everyone at the end of the day so yeah i know exactly what you mean um you're in pretty good shape obviously in the top 650 in the world which is um which is very good going uh, i myself as i look at my my team i am uh, currently ranked at 54,000 in the world which uh, again i'm i'm not unhappy with at all uh, my kind of set team as it stands is obviously subject to 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 change but at the moment i've got guaita in goal reese james livramento trent and cancelo at the back uh, i've got salah foden rafinha and my boy smith rowe uh, with Vardy and Tony up top, uh, Huang Umbuemo and Duffy on the bench with with Ben Foster, and as as I think we touched on last week, following the the wise words of the always cheating boys, you know where is the weak link in in your team? So it, listening to my team as you just have, I'd be interested to know um, what do you think is the weak link there? What what would you fix first, and then I'll explain what my thinking is. Um, I think Shane Duffy is a weak link going forward. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to hold his place in the team. I don't know what you could do with him. You could you could take him out for Simicast now. I suppose you get a bit of money. Yeah. What, how, uh, how much would you sell Duffy for at the moment? What's his value? Um. So it's, it's interesting that you said Duffy because Duffy is like third on my bench, and uh, as far as I see it, not not a, a massive priority, but then you are ranked 649 in the world. So, you know, maybe I should take that into account. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I 4.4, 4. if Simicast is 3.9, then, you know, that's half a million in the bank there straight you, away. You got the one transfer or you got two transfers? I've got the one transfer. Cause I very foolishly took a, um, a, a minus four that I massively regret by taking out Antonio for, for Tony, who, you know, I was, I was, he's a very interesting player, but he's utterly useless when it comes to FBI, <laughs> um or has but been so far. To be honest, looking at your team, I mean, you've got Mbwemo and Tony who are playing Newcastle this week. So mm. I'd be reluctant to get rid of them. I mean, I'm getting rid of Tony for Kane, but it's only because I, I, I prefer Edward's fixtures and, I, and yeah. I, I haven't got enough money to take Braha out and upgrade him to Kane. Um, Rafinha is some, someone I want to keep long-term. Foden is a player that everyone wants. 
Um, Smith Rowe is player of the moment. He, I don't know why you'd want to take him out at the moment. No, uh, very true. Huang is another another option to, to to move up or down. But if you've got no money in the bank, I don't know where you go with that. Um, well, here, here's here's what I'm thinking then. So as as it stands, as we look towards game week 12, I do have the one transfer. Um, I've got 2.6 in the bank. So I have got quite a lot of kind of flexibility tied up in, in that. Um, I look at my team and for me, the weak link, I, I don't like Jamie Vardy. Um, I seem to always, always, always pick Jamie Vardy just after he goes on a massive run and I keep him and he does nothing. So that's, that's really frustrating. And I'm looking at Tony as well. And um, I think I shared with you earlier in the week a, a, a version of transfer possibility where I took out Vardy and put and took out Mbwemo and I changed it for Conor Gallagher and Harry Kane. And I like the shape of that, but that's a minus four. Um, and interestingly, it's a very, very bold um, thought, but I'm half tempted to get rid of Ivan Tony and take him out for Callum Wilson, who has been reunited with Eddie Howe. Um, but I just don't know. It's a, it's a really tough one to, to call. I like, I like the look of Callum Wilson in the next few fixtures. I like the fact he's been reunited with, um, with Eddie Howe. And I, I like Newcastle's fixtures. And if goals are going to be scored at Newcastle, it would be Callum Wilson. What I don't like, and because it, it's something I consider myself, is taking out Tony, who is playing Newcastle, and bringing yeah. in the striker from the opposite team. Because yeah. to me, you'll do that transfer and then Brentford will win 2 0 and Ivan Tony will get a brace. Yes. I've, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I, I just I'd prefer it. I'd prefer to to leave it a game week, see if Tony performs against Newcastle, and then see how Wilson performs against Brentford and then make that decision next week. Or yes, I'd upgrade, yes. maybe upgrade Vardy. If you've got two point six in the bank, can you get Vardy up to to Kane or Ronaldo? Yeah, Vardy to Kane is is very very doable, and um, you know, I'll, I, basically, I'm I'm pretty confident as we speak here uh, that I'm going to be rolling the transfer, or I'm going to be taking out Vardy for Kane. Um, you know, Vardy does have a nice run after this. He's got Chelsea. Um, then he's got Watford, Southampton, Villa, Newcastle. So he's got a, a nice little run. But then this is prime Harry Kane Spurs running, isn't it? This is what everyone wants Tottenham assets for. Uh, Leeds, Burnley, Brentford, Norwich, Brighton, Leicester, um, then Liverpool, then Palace, Southampton. There's just, this is tailor-made, I think, for for Harry Kane. And I think it's a brave a brave manager who goes against that. So as I as I speak to you, Tom, and as I speak to you, listener, um, chances are when we reconvene next week, I will have bitten the Harry Kane bullet. Yeah, I, it's it's a tough one because obviously Jamie Vardy's been informed this season. Harry Kane hasn't in in a Spurs shirt at least. Yeah, um, Harry, I, Jamie Vardy is in thirty percent of teams. Harry Kane, what is he at now? Harry Kane is in only eight percent of teams. So you Perfect. could very easily make that move. And Vardy, having had two weeks rest, could hit Chelsea on the counter a few times mm. and get a couple of goals. And Harry Kane could continue to blank in front of goal. So it, it's a risky one. But I mean, I'm I'm going for Kane. I've got faith in him to score. I, I yeah. want to attack. I want to attack these four fixtures for Tottenham as a Tottenham fan as well as an FPL player because um, I'm because I'm where I am in the rankings as well. I, I, 
I just want to be a bit differential. I want to try and I want to try and get to first place. I'm close enough now. I want to I want to try and be a bit different. I may even captain Harry Kane at the weekend. Yes, well, we'll we'll definitely come on to captaincy, but yeah, I think that that is um, you know we we have. As, as at the start of the season, we looked at kind of game week seven and eight as the time to bring in Lukaku. Obviously, that didn't happen because of his his injury. Harry Kane seems to have survived um, San Marino. I think he went off after about 60 minutes. Um, so he will be hopefully absolutely buzzing. And this this is the that is the time, you know, it's the fixture swing for Spurs. They've had their new manager come in. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I do think that, that Spurs have, uh, represent almost two too tempting an option just at the moment so lord harry kane do do your thing yeah i I think a lot of people want to get one spurs player in for this run at least and most people of course are choosing between son and kane if you bring kane in it means you've got the option in four game weeks to to upgrade him to ronaldo when ronaldo's fixtures have a better turn when perhaps ollie won't be in charge (laughs) (laughs) yeah perhaps ollie won't be in charge and then um yeah, it works well in that sense. Um, are you last week? Obviously, you you captained Reese James. You took on Mo Salah and won. I are did. you tempted to take him on again with Harry Kane if you bring him into the team? Um, so captaincy wise, um, yeah, why not? Let's have, let's have a little look at captaincy for for next week. So, I mean, I've got I've got to be honest because I do I do think that Arsenal are looking all right at the moment and. Um, Salah, will he be troubled by the fact that he doesn't have Firmino and Sadio Mane? It was that got injured, wasn't it? So, I don't know. I, I again, I think lots of people probably will captain um, Salah, and it does make me more tempted to not captain him. I think if I brought Kane in against Leeds, why not give him the captaincy? You know, Leeds aren't aren't exactly um, flying at the moment. Although, interestingly, with Leeds. Um, if you if you look at their kind of past results, they haven't actually conceded more than one um, for several games since West Ham in in game week six, by the looks of it. So you know, it's I don't I don't yeah, know whether Harry Kane will se- kind of go in and smash it. In that time, they played they played Watford, who are toothless. They played Southampton, who are looking good True. defensively, but they've not really got much going forward. Wolves, yeah. who are hit and miss, and Norwich. So they've not played. A, great attacking force so far. I mean, Tottenham haven't looked a great attacking force so far, but we know that Harry Kane can score goals. He scored seven in the last fortnight. Um, (laughs) What happens when two immovable objects come up against each other? (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah. Sky Sports doing their best to kind of ham up this game as some sort of clash of the Titans, clash of the very underwhelming Titans. But I think, um, yeah, I think it could be good. I, I believe I believe this is going to be it's going to be a moment. Harry Kane coming into the stadium, he's accepted now that he's that Spurs are, are moving forward. They've got Antonio Conte. He's one of the best managers in the world. He's going to want to play for him, even if he wants to move. Why not try to impress Antonio Conte? Because Antonio mm. Conte is not going to be at Spurs for, for for very long. He's going to move to a big club. He might want to take Harry Kane with him if he performs well for him in this yeah. team. So why why does Harry Kane not want to score goals? He wants to break records. Of course, he's going to he's going to score. And Antonio Conte is going to play him as as a number nine. He doesn't want him dropping deep. He wants him in the box, getting on the end of chances. To be honest, I think Son's a bit more of a risk than Harry Kane. Son seems to be the more popular pick, but Son's been taken off in the last two games. 
Uh, he doesn't press quite as hard as, say, the likes of Lucas Moura. He was dropped to right wing back when um, we got sending off in the Europa League. I, I mean, I don't think he's going to drop some, but I just think that Harry Kane is is the focal point of that attack, and that's where the goals are going to come from. Isn't it funny how things change? Like, I think the last time we spoke before England had had played their first game, I was very kind of heavily thinking about Son and a couple of good performances, and all of a sudden it's it's all about Harry Kane. But you know, that's that's the nature of it. And and while this, he is this... at under ten percent, difficult to ignore. And, and this opinion isn't informed by Albania and San Marino, by the way. But like, no. I've still got Son in my team. I think Son could equally score goals. I just think that Kane is going to be the focal point. He's going to be the one that the everything's going to be put put through. So yeah, yeah. yeah he's uh, he's my main priority to get in if I haven't Very got nice. either. And and what are you thinking about in terms of your captain? Then obviously, um, I guess Kane has got to be a consideration, right? Yeah, I really want Captain Kane. Obviously, the sensible option is the Captain Salah because he's going to have such a high effective ownership. He'd probably be yeah. about a 180%. But Arsenal have looked good at the back. Ramsdale's looked great in goal. As you say, it's going to affect him playing alongside Jota, who's quite a selfish player. He's not going to be passing the ball off to, to Salah as much as Firmino would be, for example. Um, I don't know how it affects him having Mane out of the team if he's not there. If Andrew Robertson's not crossing the ball in from the left, is that going to affect him? I don't see it being another Salah masterclass and getting three goals and assists. But if it is and you don't captain him, that, you're going you're gonna to get punished. I, I won't be in the top 1K anymore. I'd be lucky to be in the top 100K. It's a, it's a tale as old as time. Yeah, as you say, if, if, you, if you go against Mo at the moment, then, then it is a risk. But, you know, it's a risk that paid off for us both last week. Um, and no, it didn't pay off for me, extent. but it, it didn't hurt me last week because he, yeah. he hasn't got a, a haul since that uh, Man United game, I don't think. Um, Who did you captain last week? I can't remember. I captained Son and Son got yes. three points. Yes, but yeah, yeah, Mo sorry. only got five, so it didn't, it didn't hurt me too much. Yeah. Um, I may very well go for Kane, but it's a decision I'm going to make on the, closer to the very time. close to the deadline yeah yeah fair enough fair enough so um yeah just to run through the fixtures then for uh next week so we've got leicester chelsea uh, then we've got villa brighton birmingham palace uh newcastle brentford loads of three o'clock games actually uh norwich southampton watford united wolves west ham uh, then we've got Liverpool Arsenal in the evening with City Everton and Tottenham Leeds on the Sunday. So that's one thing I suppose about picking a, um, uh, a Harry Kane or Son captain is that it's your last kind of game of the game week. I quite like having a captain in the last game in in that it, you know, everything kind of rides on it. Um, so yeah, maybe. Yes, maybe I, li- I like the idea of, of seeing what Salad does. And then if he blanks, knowing, just dreaming for a day on Sunday that Harry Kane gets a hat trick, yeah. imagine what that will do to your rank. Or- well, Sunday, um, sorry to interrupt, Sunday is my birthday, actually. Um, and so, yeah, maybe uh, maybe I will be looking for a Harry Kane-shaped present. Um, that'd be good. We'll see. Good. You care about as uh, much about my birthday as everyone else. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I didn't know what to say to that. I didn't know if no. you wanted me to offer you a present or reveal I'd <laughs> yeah. organise the surprise birthday party. Tom, uh, with all- you, you and me recording this podcast every week is present enough for me. It really is. 
I mean, we're of an age now where a birthday is no longer an exciting thing. It's just yes. a reminder of the slow crawl to death. It is, yeah. An- another notch on the bedpost of impending doom. Um, yes, of course. But, <laughs> um, good. Okay, so are there any fixtures um, out of those that jump out at you in terms of kind of an FPL surprise? Is there anything, uh, any of, the, of those fixtures you think maybe something we might not be expecting might happen? Um, the Man United-Watford game, that could be, anything could happen there. Man United yes. on paper should should win that big 3-4-0. Maybe it'd be Oli's turning point. Maybe Ronaldo get a hat-trick or very easily Watford could beat you 2-1. Two, two yeah. Like a couple of calamitous errors at the back. Um, Watford's gotten with their new manager. They've they've scored five against Everton. Maybe they score five against you. Who knows? Any anything could happen in that game. I think. I'm g- I'm going to throw it out there. If if we lose to Watford, I I believe Oli will be sacked. I I do I do not think that he could possibly survive losing to Watford after everything that's happened. <laughs> I, I just don't believe it. My trouble is I don't know who I don't know who we'd get in. There's there's been quite a lot of talk of Zidane. Um, and you know, I, I, one of the best players ever to have played the game. I, I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest. I, I would, I suppose it would be, it would be good, but yeah, I, I, I mean, you've missed your chance. You've missed your chance, haven't you? It should have been Conte. You should it have, should have been, yeah. sacked. You should have sacked, um, Ole after that Liverpool game, got Conte in. You should be where we are and yeah. we should be the ones scrapping around for Dean Smith. But yeah. <laughs> The, the rumor you should, is you should. The rumor is that Brendan Rodgers is already lined up to take the United job, and that he will take at the end of the season. Um, so you've got Ole until the end of the season. But um, yeah, I don't know how how true that is, and I think at some point it may be too, it may just be too much too much pressure from the fans. If you keep on losing games that you should be winning, then it may just be too much pressure, and he has to go. Yeah, there there has to come a point. There has to come a point, and. Um, I I can't see him lasting until the end of the season. I really can't. And you know, obviously, I'm a United fan. I, I want him. I want the Watford to be the turning point. I'd love nothing more than us to beat them four or five nil, and then kind of go on some imperious run. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think it will happen. Um, we we went. Was it 29 games away from home um, before losing? And yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if we now lost again. I hope we don't. But god damn it. <laughs> right well let's not turn this into a, a sad Manchester United podcast and <laughs> um, talking of um, surprises being thrown up uh, I think we should probably move into more than Mo we should indeed yes so let's find out how things are standing in the world of more than Mo more than Mo Mo Always scores more than one goal. Some say he's starting to slow. He's not indestructible. Can anyone out there score more than Mo? So our predictions from uh, last week, game week 11, feels like a long time ago. Uh, can you remember who you predicted? Would get more than absolutely Mo? not. Absolutely no idea. Excellent. Good. Um, well, now that we've started taking notes on these things, um, I can tell you that your prediction was Ivan Tony, um, and uh, I can tell you that my prediction was Emil Smith Rowe, uh, oh. which means that I uh, win the loot again. So that is another one on the bounce for me. So that brings my total to uh, 11 points 
So I've got uh, two where I got one point for, um, I can't remember what I got one point for, but that's what it says on my form. I mean, you could literally um, make up anything at this point. I'm not keeping <laughs> a record of it. Uh, Tom has got three because you picked Sar and he smashed Mo, even though Mo got 12. Um, but then I've got uh, three, three, three. So yeah, I'm on. I'm, I'm running away with it in terms of the more than Mo, the feature that everyone loves and, and, and no one cares about. So let's have a think. Who would you like to uh, nominate this week, my friend? Okay, just because I, I know that it will hurt you, I'm going to. Oh, God. I'm going to go with Ishmael Assar to yeah. to get a haul this week. A brace, I'm predicting, as um, he dismantles the Man United defence. Harry okay. Maguire sat on the floor with his fingers in his ears to drown out the booze. <laughs> uh, Ishmael Assar. Okay, nice. So Ishmael Assar. Uh, what's his uh, i'm not bothered about his current transfer fee actually because um i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with adam armstrong uh, i've not thought about it but i'm gonna go with adam armstrong uh playing norwich um actually as i say those words i know that norwich have now had dean smith uh un- under their tutelage for three days so you know they're probably going to be exactly the same as they were. Um, I'm going to go Adam Armstrong. There we are. So I will update our um, glorious spreadsheet here and, uh, um, and make a note. So game week twelve, you have gone for Saar, and I have gone for a Armstrong. Lovely stuff. Tune in next week to see how we got on in uh, another battle of more than mo. Thank you for listening to the FPL Face-Off pod. Just to let you know, it's not too late to join our mini leagues. If you'd like to join the FPL league, the code is H-A-D-U-O-W. That's all lowercase. And to join the Sky FPL Face-Off Cup, the code is 97369569. And of course, if you're not following us on social media, why not? We're at FPL Face-Off. Laters! So, as we always do after a little bit more than Mo, it is time for us to have a look ahead at Sky. Now, uh, as I mentioned to you off air, I've got rather a lot going on at the moment in terms of um, my my personal life. Lots of things uh, happening, which means that my time has been a little bit, um, it's been tricky to find time. But I did find time to have a look at, at Sky and in particular the fixtures that are coming up. And we've got something quite interesting happening in terms of not this week but the week after um are you able to are you aware of that and are you able to explain that to the listener <laughs> um something interesting coming up oh a double game week a double game week that's right the first yes of course um, your first experience of a, of a sky double game week yes absolutely so um just to clarify so this week we've got the fixtures as we mentioned for the fpl it's exactly the same um but the week after um, we have Saturday, Sunday, followed by Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday fixtures. So that means that we've got five game days uh, with which to to plan our team. So I'm looking forward to us. We'll get more into that, I suspect, next week. But um, but that is that is interesting. I'm I'm. Um, what advice do you have uh, beyond the obvious? Make sure you've got a, a, a captain for every game day. Um, I suppose it's, it's slightly different to FPL as in it doesn't, it doesn't matter as much. It just means that 
your points tally is going to be a lot higher than normal and you've yeah. only got five transfers to use in that period, but you wouldn't be using that many transfers in any game week anyway. So that's not a problem. Um, yeah. Make sure you've got your captaincy cov- covered. It's a good time for jumping on and off players. Cause obviously um, if someone's playing on a Tuesday night, uh, like Newcastle, Norwich or Leeds or Palace, like you could jump off Rafinha on Tuesday night and bring in anyone from the other teams. So Emil mm. Smith Rowe, for example, Um but yeah, there's not a lot of difference to a normal game. We just you keep keep an eye on the fixtures. Obviously, the deadlines run up until the kickoff on that game day, so you'll have like a, a seven thirty deadline on the Tuesday. So yeah, it's just keep you just got to keep track of it. It's it's very it's, it's a lot more in depth, isn't it, than than FPL to think so much more to think about. I feel like FPL's like FIFA and Sky Fantasy Football is like Football Manager. It's it's like a full time <laughs> job that is actually quite stressful. <laughs> yeah um and and looking at the the team that I've got here certainly um I mean I'm I've got 11 players on my team which is the standard kind of formation um, that's football but, uh, that's football that's, that's football yeah um and I would say <laughs> I certainly all three of my defenders I would like to swap plus Danny Ings the um ill thought out Danny Ings um, yeah, I, I can see myself certainly making a, a, a few changes for um, for the week ahead. So, yeah, I mean, looking at where I am, I think Danny Ings, Brighton at home, yeah, it's a good fixture, but I don't think there's been any indication that he's likely to um, to to get in to be fit for for next week. So, I suspect Danny Ings will be be gone out of my team probably for Harry Kane. And um, then I'm I'm just going to be looking towards the next week's fixtures. I'd I'd like to I'd like to swap Duffy. I'd like to swap, as I say, Diaz and and Cancelo. Um, sorry, Diaz and and Rudiger. I might end up I might end up going nuts here and making two or three transfers. And um, and I mean I, I would enough. I would recommend not to go crazy. I think you need to look at your team because I hate my team. I look at my team. I want most of them gone. They're a disgrace. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I think that's why it's stressing me out because I'm ranked 649 in FPL out of nine million players, and in Sky I'm. I'm almost, I'm almost triple that at, at 2000 rank. I'm, I'm ranked three times higher in Sky than I am in FPL. And it's got like a, a 1% of the amount of people playing it. Um, it's, a very, it's a very different game though, Sky. It is a very different game because, because of that lack of bench. And I think, well, partly because of that, you know, I've, I've never played it before, but partly because of that, partly because of the captain swings, you know, your rank, if you pick the right captain every day, then you you're absolutely laughing. Whereas if you get it wrong, um, you know it can it can have a real impact on your rank. Whereas in FPL, you know you're, you're in the same boat as everyone else. You only get the one captain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. And in that double game week, of course, you're going to have five captains. So yes. after that double game week, your your position, your ranking is going to be completely different to what it is going into it. Um, so what, I, I say, Sorry, um, I, I was I was just going to ask what's what's a good score to aim for in a double game week then? Because I've got a figure in mind that I would like to get to, and I'm interested to know what your thoughts are. Well, it's essentially player. it's two game days. So if you get a hundred points in a game week, then you're happy with that in Sky. So yeah. I, I'd be looking at around two hundred points for a double game week like that. I mean, okay. it depends on the fixtures. It depends on which captains. If Kane gets a hat trick and Salah gets a hat trick in that game week, then obviously your score is going to be higher. You, you've really got to compare it to what to what's around you. 
Um, Ooh, do, do you know what I've just realised? Sorry. Um, yes. On the uh, on Monday the 29th, when we record, we will be halfway through the um, Will Have Done game week uh, 16. Uh, sorry, game week uh, 12. Game week 16, part one, we'll be on. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> in, yeah. in Sky so done, terms. Absolutely. Game week 12 in FPL will be done and game week 16 will be halfway through. That is exciting. Yes. And we will have to get choose to Glenn some some pro plus and some coffee and, and get him to release the podcast on the night it's recorded <laughs> to make sure that it will cover the following game week um, we will have point. to have a we have that, to have yeah. a podcast meeting about that and work out what we're going to do because there's a lot yes. of fixtures coming thick and fast now no more international breaks yes um, um maybe we could maybe we could um record a, a very kind of simple no edit just run through and release that as a little bonus pod at some point i think that's probably doable i think what you're saying is we've got to stop got to be less shit at, at recording podcasts so so producer glenn just has to literally release it instead of having to spend three hours a week <laughs> editing out us waffling and you crying about manchester united <laughs> absolutely um, but what i was saying uh, about sky before i so rudely interrupted this sorry mate um I yeah I hate my team and I keep dropping like further and further down the rankings every week so I sat down with it uh last week and I just looked at the team that I want to have and how I'm going to get there so I planned a lot I planned eight transfers between now and the end of January uh, to get to the team I want and it's going to start this game week Tillemans is supposedly injured if he is injured I'm going to take him out straight away and bring in Emil Smith-Rowe and then after Antonio plays on Saturday, who's he playing on Saturday? After Antonio plays Wolves on Saturday, I'm going to be taking him out and bringing in Cancelo uh, to bring to get me four defenders again. And then, yeah, I've got a few more transfers coming up to, to, to get to the point where I've eventually got uh, Kane, Ronaldo and Salo in the team. Very nice. Very nice. Well, um, yes, I think that, that that certainly seems seems wise um i i've i've not had the time to to look at mine in in great depth but yeah and let's, let's not pretend you're going to we know how you do this you, no absolutely you, you go let's... you go on a whim at the last minute and we see I where do. it takes you and, it, and it's taken you higher up the table than me so fair play to you thanks thanks um <laughs> Uh, yeah, so certainly um, I am likely to make one or two this week. Um, hopefully, hopefully no more, but we'll see. And then, yeah, try and try and maximise that double game week. Uh, I'm pleased you said 200 points. That's definitely where I would like to get to um, for for that. But we will discuss that in next week's pod. And um, yeah, I think I think we're both I think we've both got to be happy really at the end of the day. We're in reasonably good shape and um in, in, in life I because I'm quite fat. I put on a lot of weight in lockdown, I've got a fatty liver, <laughs> I'm on the verge of death. I just want to win FPL before I pass. Watch <laughs> um, that stressful you, on my deathbed. You were running. Uh, how was that going? Did you did you do some running? Um I was running. I, I was worried that uh the bakery was closing and I just needed to make sure I got there. Um <laughs> I and no, I did run for a little bit and then I started going to the gym. Um, yes. Sorry, sorry, Glenn. This is why we cannot re- just re- release the podcast because <laughs> of conversations like this, which are not relevant. Our listeners, our listeners demand to know these things. They need to know. They got a personal connection with us now after yeah. 12 game weeks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was doing all right until comedy started again. And now I gig late at night. I finish and then I go to the nearest kebab shop and then eat alone in my car in the dark <laughs> crying. <laughs> um, so that has to uh. end. 
it does it does Ah, oh, good. Well, that's a that's a joyous note for us to, uh, to end <laughs> end things on. And um, so, uh, just before we go, uh, it is of course that time where I uh, log into my emails for the very first time. Um, not the first time ever, but first time tonight. And oh, I, I think, look. Oh, have I, I missed something? We, yeah, we missed a couple of things. We we need did. to say who our captains are going to be in Sky, and we also need to give a shout out. I think it's me. Ooh. I've got one. <laughs> Excellent. Good. Yes, you're quite right. Sorry. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't say the reason for my distraction at the moment, just in case. But yeah, suffice to say, I'm a little bit distracted at the moment. Um, so Sky Captain Wise for this week, I am most likely going to be going with, uh, I might go for Colin Gallagher on the Saturday um, and then probably um, depending on what transfers I make, uh, I might be looking at Foden or if I get Kane in, which I'm, I'm probably likely to do, it'll probably be Kane. Yeah, I'm going to be on Salah on the Saturday and then on the Sunday it will be Kane because I'm a glutton for punishment and I'm ready for him to have no shots on target, no goals, <laughs> no man of the match and, and get me another two-point captaincy. <laughs> Maybe he'll get tackles. Um, we'll, we'll see. Maybe he'll get tackled here. We'll see. Yeah, um, maybe. Excellent. So, uh, yes, of course, very remiss of us. We do like on this podcast to um, to offer a shout out to other members of the community, people that we enjoy following. And this week it is your turn, Mr. Glover. Um, who are you giving a shout out to? Um, yes. So this week's shout out it is another FPL podcast. Um, I, I've, I listen to a lot of FPL podcasts when we started this this podcast of our own because uh, obviously I was a newbie and I wanted to get some insider knowledge to make sure I stayed ahead of you mm. um, and then this week I discovered a new one it's above average FPL which is at above average FPL and yeah it's just really they're really knowledgeable guys they've done some great podcasts lately looking in depth at Tottenham and the impact Antonio Conte is going to have on the team they're, they're Tottenham fans which obviously is 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 good by me yeah um, of course I did wonder and um, there is there does seem to be a correlation between podcasts that you like and their affinity to Spurs <laughs> no that is not true I will listen to any any I will w- watch Andy let's talk FPL he's a, a Manchester United fan um yes. but <laughs> and even even the boys at the man on podcast I think there's even some Arsenal fans in amongst their mitts but yeah above average FPL that I don't think there is they, well They've got more followers than us, of course. Who hasn't? But um, their followership <laughs> isn't as high as some of the larger podcasts. So um, hopefully some people listening haven't heard of them. You should go and check them out. They, yeah, they do some really good in-depth analysis on the teams. They've got some good stats and they just talk well about football. So um, go give them a listen, even if you're not a Spurs fan. Excellent. Well, thank you. Um, thank you once again for for sharing. Um, I will. I haven't checked out that podcast, so I'm absolutely going to go and do that. Um, yeah, and, and particularly this week, because everyone's looking at getting Spurs players in. And from all the podcasts and videos I've watched in the last couple of weeks, they have been the most in-depth and most knowledgeable on, on Spurs and Conte in particular. So, um, yeah, go check them out. Above nice. average FPL. Done, done and done. Um, and, and a lovely shout out as well. Uh, so as we wind this episode to a close, uh, it is that time of the week where I, as I say, open my emails for the very first time. Um, and I see what Mr. Sean Dyche has created for us. The national team games are over, and finally we're back in training. All these international breaks are really getting draining. 
This week we get a visit from the princesses of Crystal Palace rolling around the floor before you've even kicked a ball in malice. Oh, that is nice, Sean. That is nice. Um, this game used to be a battle with Roy Hudson at the tiller. 22 men fighting out another nil-nil thriller. <laughs> Conor Gallagher may be a star, but he still needs to cut his hair. You come to turf morning, Alice Band, and you'll get kicked up in the air. <laughs> I hope you can hear this. Uh, <laughs> managers go on, footballers move on, but one thing is always true. You'll never catch a Burnley player doing adverts for shampoo. There you are. <laughs> oh, very good. I think it's also factually incorrect, Sean, because Joe Hart was at Burnley, wasn't he? And he was famous for his head he, and shoulders advert. He was famous for head and shoulders, yeah. But I wouldn't He's, tell Sean that. I wouldn't tell him that he's dropped the ball there, but um, but so good of him. But to so get is in Joe touch. Hart many times as well. <laughs> hey, very good. Thank you. Uh, there we are, a comedy FPL podcast. Um, on occasion, uh, we we love it. Um, brilliant. Well, thank you very much, Tom, as always for your company. Thank you, listener. Um, we we wish you the very best of luck. We will be back next Monday. Um, as as mentioned, really looking forward to to chatting with you again. Uh, for and now, please- thank you very much. Please, please like and subscribe. Please, if you listen to the podcast, like, subscribe, review, give us a five-star review, share us with your friends, uh, follow us on Twitter, share us on Twitter, whatever you do in the Twitter community and the podcast community to, to fly, fly us up those charts. Uh, absolutely. Couldn't have put it better myself. Um, I did put it better myself on an advert earlier in the pod, but Tom, you're quite right to, to sign off uh, on that. Thank you very Mate, much. I don't listen to this. I don't want to affect the, <laughs> I don't want to affect the listenership. No, very true, very true. Uh, good. It's been a pleasure. We will uh, we'll be back next week. Later's. Later's.